So we're going to learn today the sugya of Masikin. Let's start off reading the Gemara. We're going to ask some questions and we'll take it from there. So this is the Heidegger Gemara. I'm a Rava. Rava says, I said the statement, and they say that Zira said, like me, three people ate together. Yeah, and in Mela they made a chabur of Eichlin. Echad mafsik l'shnayim. One person stops for the other two, meaning two people on a bench. One person doesn't want to continue to eat. The one stops for the other two. Ve'in shnayim mafsik echad, and the two don't stop for one. Ve'loi es the Gemara, two don't stop for one. Varav Papa ifsik la'aba mar berei. Rav Papa stopped. He was mafsik. He stopped his eating for Abba. Marbrei, right, the his son. Iu Vechad, a papa and one other person. So two people stopped for a papa's son. So says the Gemara, no, you can't prove that two people stopped for one, because Shiny Rapapa, a papa is different. He did that as something which is uh above the letter beyond the letter of the law. But you can't prove from here that that's the precedent, the normative precedent. So as it continues the Gemara, Yehuda Bar Mareimer Mar Bar Ravashi Rav Achami Difti Kachi Rifti Bahadi Hadadi. So all three of these are Maroyim, Yehuda Bar Mareimer Mar Bar Ravashi Rav Achami Difti, and they all ate bread together. There wasn't one of them that was a much higher stature than the other ones in order to go ahead and say that it was clear that he's the one that should be the Birkas Hamazon for everyone that he should be the Mazamin. So what happened? They thought, That which the Mishnah says that three people that ate together have an obligation to make a zimun. That's only when there's an Adam Gadol. One of them is much superior in stature than the others. But in a case where they have similar statures, when one's not bigger than the other, then it's actually preferable to have individual brachos and not to make a zimun. And therefore, since they had this svara, baruch inish the nafshei, each one of these amarayim actually benched individually. They didn't make a zimun in that circumstance. So what happened next? Also, the kamei the amarimar, they came in front of amarimar, and amalehu, and he said to them, "Yedei bracha yitzasim, you fulfilled your obligation of birkas hamazon, yedei zimun, but your obligation of zimun no yitzasim, you didn't fulfill it." V'chitemru, and if you're going to say nehadav and izamin. So go back and bench ne- and make a zimun now, says the Gemara. You can't do that. Why? Because ain't zimun mafreya. You can't retroactively make a zimun, and therefore you're not able to go ahead and make a zimun. So the whole discussion here was that one person stops for two, two don't stop for one, even though Rav Papa did it. So that was if Nimishur Sadin, you can't set a precedent. We had three Amaroyim that thought that when there's not a gadol, that you bench individually, and that they learned. But it's not true that really they're supposed to bench even with a zimun, but they can't fix that because ain't zimun mafreya. That's the basic understanding, the breakdown of the Gemara. So I put for you on the Marmakimis, I put for you quite a few questions here, seven questions here. And let's start going into it. Let's see the Gemara again. Three people that ate together, one stops for two, but two don't stop for one. Now he asked here, is this a chiv or a rishus? When it says that echad mafsik l'shnayim, does he have to stop? Or is that he should stop? It's a nice thing for him to stop. So, 
Be'etzem, if you were going to ask me my humble opinion when I read this Gemara, but I have to say, Vanda, it's, uh, it's a chiv to stop. It has to be a chiv to stop. How could you say it's Derek Heretz? And what's my proof? Because the Gemara is soon going to bring a case of, of Rav Papa. The Rav Papa chose to stop when it was two people that wanted to continue eating and not one wanted to, one wanted to bench. So there he could elect to go ahead and be mafsik. But it wasn't a chiv to do so, seemingly, right? That was the Fnei Meshurah so he chose to do it. So that, that means it has to be in contrast. Two stopping for one has to be in contrast to one stopping for two. So if two stopping for one is a choice, then one stopping for two, presumably, is an obligation. And therefore, I would assume the, pace, the basic pshat is that they go, have to go ahead and they have an obligation. There's three people eating, two on a bench. The one person has to stop eating in order to make that zimun. Let's have to read the Gemara as Pashat. So now let's talk about the next case, Rav Papa. Rav Papa chose, with him and someone else, they decided that they're going to be mafsik for a son. Now is that Pashat that you have a rishus to do that. Rav Papa, right, the Gemara says that it was, he acted with nimi shurasadin. It was a nice thing. Now, in this nice thing, did we lose anything? So I would assume this is a, a tremendous chiddish. We need to say as follows. We know the concept of zimun is to make a communal benching. Now, if two people stop for one person, that means, presumably, and this mafsikin means that we make it, we didn't really define this yet. What's mafsikin mean? We're going to see it's a machlik as rishenim. But if Mavsikin meant that we stop you from eating and we force you to binge, then fine. Chiddush. But that's not what Mavsikin is. Mavsikin doesn't mean we force you to binge. There's not a, a, there's a single reason that I saw. I saw quite a bit of them. There's not a single reason that I saw that says that Mavsikin means we force you to binge. That means we're not forcing you to binge. And nonetheless, you're going to be part, you're going to enable someone else's imun and the extent that you're not going to be able to make a imun later. Right? This is your zimun. That means that someone's going to bench here and you're not going to have a birka samazan b'chaburo. You're actively allowing a situation by a case of mafsikin to not have a birka samazan b'chaburo. That's a tremendous chiddush. Right? So bishlama, one person stops for two. The majority of the chaburo is at least benching with a zimun. Here, the, it's only one out of the three is benching, you know, within the maimid, within the event of... The zimun, the zimun as a chabura, that's, that's a massive chiddush, I think. I think it's a tremendous chiddush. Now, in the meantime, I'm going to skip the this, the case of Adam Gadol. Adam Gadol, will see the Rishonim talk about the Tzitzit Rosh. But now let's get to the Gemara's response. The Gemara's response is that the Amimar says that really you are Makayim Yechiyev Abirchas Amazon. Now, I would pause here and say, obviously, why would I not be Makayim Yechiyev Abirchas Amazon? It's Pashat, right? I said, I said three brachas? Yeah. Yeah. So obviously I was Mekayim Birkas Amazon. Says the, says the Zira though, but Zimun you weren't Yodzei. Why was not Yodzei? Because it ain't Zimun the Mafreya. So now, why, what? I can't fulfill my Zimun after the fact because Zimun doesn't speak retroactively. Why does the Gemara express it like that? The reason that they can't be, they weren't Yetzay, they can't be Yetzay Zimun, because Zimun is a halacha which is relevant only before benching. And since they fulfilled the obligation of Birkas Hamazan already, how, how come the Gemara says the reason why you can't fulfill your din of, of Birkas Zimun 
is because you can't do Zimun retroactively. That's not the reason. The reason is because you benched. And since you benched, so it's not, it's not relevant anymore. The whole thing is not Shaykh. The, 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 the language, the vernacular that's used in the Gemara seemingly is incorrect. Right? The reason, the problem isn't that you can't do it retroactively. The problem is you benched already and therefore it's not relevant. So the Gemara shouldn't say that the reason why you benched, right, the reason you can't be Yitzhi benching, let's go back and make a Zima now. So the Gemara should say, and the doesn't say that. The Gemara says, you can't make a Zima the Mafreya. Pella, what's that mean? Why does the Gemara say it like that? Why would the Gemara express it in such a way? And what's that even mean? These are all things now that we have to develop throughout the course of the Sugya, Pasha, to understand what the Gemara is saying. So on the source sheet, in source 3, about Yerbein Hanan, Yerbein Hanan says that what's it mean that Echad Mafsik Lishnaim Kalim, that Echad Chayva Hafsik Lishnaim, one person has to, it's an obligation. And if they benched, if he wants to finish his meal, but for himself, so we see that he has a chiv to stop. Once he stopped, they make the zimun. Then he can go back to eating. But in order to go back to eat, he has to make hametzi again. Meaning to say, once you're mafsikin, you can't just pick up and continue to eat. You have to make a bracha first. And then after he finishes eating, that's when he benches. So he made. So the seder hadvarim is, three people sit together, Ruvin, Shimon, Levi. They washed, they, they, they made hametzi, they're eating. Shimon and Levi want to leave. Ruvain stops eating. He answers the zimun. He waits till the birkas zimun is over. Over. He wants to eat now. He makes a motzi. He finishes eating, and then he benches. That's the that's the what the Gemara is teaching us according to Rebbeinu Chananel. So obviously, there's going to be two points you have to address here. Number one is it's a chi of the hafsik, like we explained the pashtus of what we thought the Gemara was. And secondly, the fact that you have to go ahead and make hametzi afterwards, why is that? What's the understanding? Why, when you're mafsikin, to be part of the zimun, does that obligate you to go ahead and make a new bracha Now, secondly, we see here that shnayin im mafsikin, the yachid, Rabbeinu Hanana learns it's rishos. So, the, the Rabbeinu Hanana learns the pashtas, the Gemara, the way we were on to explain it, that really, they're... When it comes to one, he has a chiv to stop for two. When it comes to two, he has a rishus to stop for one. And obviously, that comes to the chiddush that even though he's not making a birka samazim b'chaburah, nonetheless, he's allowed to do that. You're allowed to establish even b'teres rishus. You're allowed to establish yourself as not benching with a birka samazim b'chaburah. Now, the fact that when it's two people who want to bench and one person isn't, that's less of a chiddush. It's still a chiddush, but less of a chiddush. Why? Because at least the majority of the chaburah is benching together. So if you're, you know, midin ruba the kula, the chabura is benching as a chabura. I so there's one exception, an exception. But here the chabura is not benching as a chabura in the case of masikin berishus. Masikin berishus, the two stamping for one, even the chabura is not benching together. The majority of the chabura is not even benching. That's more of a chiddush. Now Rashi learns the sugya differently than Rabbi Chanano. Rashi, when he explains the din of echad masik l'shnayim, says Rashi in Divra Maskal echad. The Pirish, the Sugyan Ayri Bederich Eretz. It says that we're talking here about Derech Eretz. That means that an Echod Mafsika Shnayim, one person suffering with two people, isn't a Chiv. Rather, it's Derech Eretz. It's a nice thing. It's Midos. It's proper Midos. Now, if that's true, 
What's the difference between Echad Mavsik Lashnaim and Shnaim Mavsik and Echad? It's clear from the Gemara there's a distinction. But Papa did Din. But when it's Echad Mavsik Lashnaim, it's not Lifnim Yishur Din, it's Mina Din. The problem is there's no halacha here. So the way you have to address this, I think, is that according to Rashi, Derech Eretz doesn't mean that it's just good Midas. Derech Eretz means that there's certain Midas which the Torah obligates you to have. There's certain assumptions that the Torah is assuming that when it's only proper, it's proper, it's expected, it's incumbent upon you, not as an obligation, but as being a, 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 a human being, that's Mo'orubim Abrius. That's an expectation that's incumbent upon you. So when it says, Echad Masik Lishnayim is Derech Eretz, that means that the rules of etiquette demand that you stop. Halacha doesn't demand you stop, but the rules of etiquette demand you stop. Whereas, when it comes to Shnaim Afsik and the Echod, there's not even a question of etiquette anymore. Obviously, you don't have to stop. Ah, you want to be a tremendously nice, forthcoming individual? That you could do. But even etiquette doesn't demand that of you. Etiquette demands the other guy wait until at least one other person is ready to bench. So that's already a machlikis between Rashi and the Rabbein Hananel. What's the pshat in the Gemara? Is it that you have a, der- a din of derech eret that echad smafsik l'shnayim, but not a chiv? Therefore, if you didn't do it, you're not over any surim. Or is it a mamish chiv according like the Rabbein Hananel and maybe pashas the Gemara that when one person wants to one person wants to continue eating but two want to continue to, be- to, to bench, there you have a chiv. To actually stop a bona fide chiv, and therefore, if you didn't, you're actually mavatal and iser Now, let's see this Rashi inside. It says, "Echad mafsik l'shnayim im gamru hashnayim esudasan." If two people finish their meal, they're reitz nezaming, and they want to make a zimun. Derech eretz hushia echad mafsik esudasay. It's the rules of etiquette demand that one person stop his meal ad shiyazamnu alav until they make a zimun on him ad birkas hazan. Until Birkas Hazan, the Hainu Birkas Hazimun. And that Birkas Hazan is Birkas Hazimun. Now, I'm going to pause here. Birkas Hazimun, what Birkas Hazimun is, is a Machlikas Menvava Med Aleph, Mirta Shem will see it together. It's Machlikas of Nachman of Sheshis. Where does Birkas Hazimun go? So it's clear that if he's holding that Birkas Hazan is part of Birkas Hazimun, he's paskening like Rav Sheshis. End parentheses. So you make Birkas Hazimun. Now, once you finish the Birkas Hazimun, he goes and finishes his meal. Right, but two people don't have to stop for one, and therefore, the one guy waits until the two finish. Now, let's talk here. The fact, what's he say? Rashi tells us he has to be mamtin until they finish Birkas Azimun. Now, he's mafsik Suda, he waits till they finish Birkas Azimun, which is Birkas Azan, and then he can what? He can go back to his meal. Rashi doesn't mention anything at all. Remember, nothing about the idea of having to make a new bracha. And if Adif Rashi would necess- necessitate, in the case of Mavsikin, that we'd have to make a new bracha, Rashi would have to tell me that. The fact that Rashi doesn't tell me that seems to imply that when it comes to the world of Rashi, when you're Mavsik to become part of a Zimun, that does not obligate you in a new bracha rishena. But we just saw the Rach. The Rach says, yeah, it obligates you to make... So that comes out now. We have two machlekes in between Rashi and the Rach. In the world of the Rach, you have a chiv to be mafsik. Now that you are mafsik, you have a chiv to make a new bracha rishena. Whereas in the world of Rashi, you don't have a chiv to be mafsik. The, the, uh, the rules of etiquette beseech you to be mafsik. Whereas when it comes to two people being mafsik, for one, the rules of etiquette don't beseech you there. It's just proper, it's, it's a nice thing. It's the Fnimish Rosadin. 
but it's still a rishos. Both of them are rishos. So then number two is that once you chose to stop, through whether it be due to the rules of etiquette or because of your own volition, once you've stopped, when you continue to eat after they finish the birchas azimun, you don't have to make a new bracha rishayna. Machlokas number two. Now before we try to flush out what's the nukudus hamachlokas here between Rashi and the Rach, I want to bring to you this Rabbeinu Yehina. This Rabbeinu is pretty fundamental. He says something here which I was assuming through my explanation of the Gemara up until now, but I want to prove it to you inside that the, the din is true. The Rabbeinu is talking about here in Source 5, Arsugiv Mavsikin, and he goes like the Rabbeinu Hananano, that one person has a chiv to be mavsik for shnayim, but shnayim don't have a chiv to be mafsik for echod, but he continues as follows: After they answer the zimun, he can go back and continue to eat. Now he doesn't qualify that and say that he has to make a bracha rishena there. He just says So it's mashma that he like Rashi here, that even though he has a chiv to be mafsik, once he was mafsik, he can continue eating without a bracha. So we see clearly that Rabbi Yehuda doesn't think that these two. Machlikasin are dependent on each other. He can hold like Rashi regarding the din that he can continue to eat without a bracha. And he can hold like the Rabbin Hanano that you have a chiv to be mafsik. Now, he continues. But Seif Adin Pilkin Mefarish, at the end of this parak, it explains that if one person benched before the other two people in the Chabura, after they finished eating, that the two people who didn't bench yet, that were part of his chabura, can still make a zimun with him. And they can fulfill their obligation of zimun, even though this guy already fulfilled his already filled his obligation of benching. The zimun doesn't speak to him; he's not obligated to bench. And nonetheless, he can be part of a zimun that discharges the other two of the obligation. Why? Because since he's an individual, in contrast to the two, then bottle hula gabi shnayim. He's bottle regarding the shnayim. I mean, to say that he's an irrelevant factor. Why? So, bottle is always mashing with something called a bittle bereif, that is negligent due to the fact that the majority outrules him. And since the majority was the people who hived the bench, somehow he's nullified. Now that, that being said, at the end of the day, he's still part, a, a necessary part of the Zeman, right? They're still Mazam and Olive. We still need the three people. So on one hand, there's an interesting dichotomy. On one hand, he, he's necessary to be making the Zeman. On the other hand, he doesn't fulfill his obligation of Zeman in as much as he already went ahead and, and he fulfilled his, and he already benched. So the Zeman doesn't speak to him. So we're going to have to explain that dichotomy as well. What we do see is that he's clearly understanding that the concept that we're able to go ahead and, you know, neg- not take into account the one guy who was mafsik as achila, because the other two are benching, is based off this concept of bitl b'rev, that the majority, we go after the majority of the people in the Chabura. So now in order to really break open into this machlikas shin rashi and the rach, I want to learn a rashba with you. This rashba is in source 11. And then you can use this Rashba to open up the concept. So the Rashba says in the, in the in the middle of this piece, in the second paragraph, let's start. 
One person who stops for two, Pirush Rashi Zal Rashi explains, Shemafsik an Nevorich or Adazan, he stops either till Nevorich like Rav Nachman or Azan like Rav Sheshes, Kramino Besamach at Hechan Birchas Azimon, like the Gemara is going to say, Amrem Vav, where does Birchas Azimon go until Rav Nachman Amran Nevorich, Sheshes Amran Azan, Vacharkach, and after he waits for them, if he wants to go back and finish his meal, they'll go back and eat. And once he's done eating, then I'll go on bench for himself. Says the Rashba, so to the Balaitis has agreed with him. And even the Bahag wrote that when one person wants to leave, and his friends want to do for him a finimish rosadin. They want to go above and beyond the land of the law, paskin to the side. They stop their suda, mazamnin olav, adazon. They wait for him. They make the zimun to azon, vagomer iu bracha kula. And he finishes the bracha. Venafkin, and they go, vechizen, 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 They finish the meal in mavarech, mashma. They also they don't have to have a new bracha rishena that they can rely on the bracha rishena that they had in the beginning of the meal together. And that's going to be the stance of Rashi, the Wali Tesvith, and the Bahag. Says the Rashba of Rahaigulin Kossel, but Rahaigulin writes, Kiksha Shnaba Yimguim, wants to finish. Imrotsa Echad Lachsa Vadigmusadas. If one guy wants to go and finish his meal, Maschil Mavarech Hamitzi, he has to make Hamitzi. And we saw this already as being the stance of the Rinul Hanano, that once you were part of a Zimun, that demands that you make a new Brach Rishena. Now explains the Rashba, Nirami Dvorov. It seems like from his explanation, the Kevin Shehifsik, since he stopped his meal, he already has an obligation of making a bracha achreina, and therefore, he has to make a bracha achreina on the previous suda that he ate up until now. And now if he wants to go and eat again, he needs a new hamotzi. So it sounds like the mafsikin was it was mamish a hefsik. It's not just he paused, he stopped, he was on a temporary hiatus from eating. But it sounds like he be'etzim was is a gemar and is a chila. He finished it. Ah, he wants to start again, so start your new suda. So why doesn't he have to bench? He doesn't have to bench because he's not finished eating. He's not so yes, he's going to keep eating. But the ma'isa he wants to finish that meal. Continues the Rash, but the Rashba agreed with Rav Haigalin. The Kevin Shehivsik Yotzadei Brocha Lamafreya, that since he stopped his meal, he already out he, he outlasted his previous bracha. Mitzarach little Yodav Livzilya, he has to wash his hands and make a new Hamidzi Miyotzalech Aloid if he wants to eat again. So the Rashba agrees. I, there is a nuance, a slight nuance here. Of difference between Rav Haigalin and the Rash, but the Rav Haigalin does not demand you make an Atila Sedayim again, it says you need to make a Nohomotzi. The Rashba adds that you have to make an Atila Sedayim, but putting it on that aside, it's clear that they both are holding you have to make a Nohomotzi. It's a Numai Serachila. Now the Rayavids are going to bring two Rayas to this. Raya number one, the Havilei Kebnei Chabura, it's like a people in a Chabura, it's like Maram Psachim in the 10th Perek. They got up from the meal, Lotzeis, and they left the house. Likras Chasen, because the Chasen was walking down the street, they wanted to dance with him. Simchas Chasen Mekalo. And what's the din? They have, since they were chayiv, the bench before they left, even if they didn't, now that when they come back, 
from dancing with a friend in the street, they have to make a new bracha rishayna. That's raya number one. So we see already when you were when you stopped your meal and you became chayiv in a bracha achreina. So there we see that even a bracha achreina demands a new bracha rishayna. In this case, that's proof number one. So so to hear, the fact that you're mafsikin, that was the end of that meal, it demands that you make a bracha achreina on the previous achila. So then, so then what? So then, Avadi, you have to make a new bracha rishayna. Secondly, he gave another reason. Since he stopped his eating with you can't eat and make a blessing at the same time. Because how is it logically you can eat in the middle of a bracha? Because even one of the brachas over the food. So how could he go ahead and eat, and right, make a bracha, eat, and go ahead and finish with his brachas? So his second claim is, is that inasmuch as he stopped his eating with birchas hamazin, and he can't do the two things together, so it must be then that he can't eat and make a bracha at the same time. As a mele, it has to be that you stopped your eating, that's why you're able to make a bracha, and therefore when you go back to eating, you have to make a second bracha. Now, the Maisa, that's the that's the Shittas Arayvid, based off the, right, and the Rashba seemingly goes with that. Now, there's two Ha'aras here on, there's a Ha'ara on each one of the Rayas of the Arayvid. So on the first Raya of the Arayvid, there we're talking about a case where the Chabura went, they were Urkara Glayim, and they actually left the house that they were in. So now I could hear a very clear distinction that when you got up and you left the Malka Machila, there was no semblance of that meal continuing. Everyone got up left. And now they went to the street. You want to come back now and start again. So I could hear that when everyone gets up and leaves the Suda, that's called, that definitionally is a Gemara Mayachila. The fact that I got up and left my Malka Machila, I did something else, when I come back, that's not a continuation of the Suda, that's a whole new moment, that's a whole new experience. And there, the Gemara says that you have to go and make a Nubrach Rishaynah. But, in our case, the guy is sitting at the same table. The person who wants to continue eating, who's mafsik for his two friends, is sitting at the same table, the same food is right in front of him, and he never left. He's doing them a favor. So that's called, that's the same exact case. I can hear a very clear distinction, that only when you got up, you did a pu'ula, you were urka, that previous suda, that's considered like you started from fresh. But if you don't ochre from that suda, you sat there, you responded to your friends, that I could hear is not called that you had a Gemara in your Achila. Now a second proof is that since he's answering the Birchas Azimun, it's like he's already involved in the Birchas Amazon, and therefore he can't eat and bench at the same time. So now, this is, there's two assumptions going on here in this proof. Assumption number one is like we mentioned before, there's a Machlikas of Nachman of Sheish, it's what's included in the Birchas Azimun. Is it just Nevarich? Or is it even the first bracha of Birchas Hazan is part of Birchas Hazimun? Obviously, we're going to have to explain this later on when we get the Besiyat to Deshmaya. But that's the Machlekes there. Now, if that's the case, assumption number one is like we're going like Rav Sheshis, that Birchas Hazimun continues up until Hazan. That's a Machlekes Hashanah we brought in the past that Rambam holds. Not like that. Already back in one of the, the earlier Shirim. But even still, it's assuming he holds like Rav Sheshis. Fine. But even if you're assuming like Rav Sheshis, it's also assuming something else. That when I pause and I'm going ahead and I'm listening to part of the Zimun, 
as being a mezamin, even though not interested in benching right now, definitionally that means that I'm involved in the first bracha. Now what do I mean to say by that? So as follows, up until now we are claiming that the whole concept of birkos hazimun, of, of benching with hazimun, is really a birkos hamazan bechabura. It's a group benching. It's a, a benching of a unit. So now, according to Rav Nachman, part of me participating, at least in the Birchas Hazimun, is that I'm involved in the bracha of Birchas Hazan. And therefore, any time I'm involved in the bracha of Birchas Hazan, I'm going ahead and participating in the Zimun, and I'm willingly participating in the Zimun. And therefore, I'm hearing and listening to the Birchas Hazan, the fact that I want to participate in the Zimun means that I also want to participate in the Bracha of Hazan. And now that I participated in the Bracha of Hazan, therefore, I've already started my own individual benching, because the Bracha of Hazan wears two different masks. It wears the mask of Birchas Hazimun, of being part of the Zimun, but it also wears the mask of being part of Birchas Hazan. And since I've willingly engaged in the Birchas Hazan, part of it, now, I can't continue to eat. That's, that definitionally was mafsik mayachila. There claims the Rashba must be then. You go ahead and you have to go and start again. You need another bracha rishayna. Asher al-Kain, that's where Rashi disagrees. Meaning to say that if you learn that you need a new bracha rishayna, the reason why you need a new bracha rishayna is because engaging in birkas ha-mazon, birkas ha-zimun is already activating, you've already participated in the actual birkas ha-mazon. And therefore, obviously, you need a new bracha rishayna. Whereas Rashi will say, birchas hazimun is something different. So according to Rashi, what's birchas hazimun? If it's not engaging in the birchas hamazun, so what is it? So I would claim as follows. The birchas hazimun, maybe, isn't I'm going ahead and saying, you know what, let's start benching together. But like we spoke about before, what is hazimun? Maybe the birchas hazimun is a declaration that what we're about to engage in is actually a bracha of a chabura. Don't think that it's a, a bura being made a sefer. Don't think it's echad being made si chavero, the birkas chavero. But it's a birchas shnehem. And how do we know it's a birchas shnehem? Like we spoke out, because we make a declaration beforehand. So maybe the chiddush of mafsikin in the world of Rashi is that we're going ahead. And we're saying that all the component parts of the Chabura have to go ahead and claim, you know what? We're about to engage in the Bracha of the Chabura. Now, the fact that I've declared that, if I have in mind to continue to eat, doesn't mean that I've engaged in the Birch HaSamazan. Just me being part of the Chabura itself gives room for me. It necessitates me to go ahead and say, you know what? I, as part of the Chabura, am agreeing to the fact that this is going to the Birch HaSamazan of the Chabura. I myself am not engaging in it. And there, that's fine. That I'm allowed to do. And since that's what I'm doing, claims Rashi, very good, you answered the Zimun, but you didn't lose your bracha. You're still able to continue to eat, even without a bracha. And that, I would claim, is a stance of Rashi and Tesis and the Mahag. So it comes out that we have a fundamental machlokis. What does answering a Zimun do? Does answering a Zimun, just a declaration about the Birch HaSamozan that's going to take place now, is a bracha of a chabura, but I don't have to engage in that bracha of the chabura. Or is the fact that I'm engaging in birkas hazimun actually the beginning of my benching process? And therefore, if I would choose to continue to eat afterwards, 
that would obligate me to go ahead and make a new bracha rishayna. So now that we got clear the machlik is shin rabbi nachananul and rashi, whether or not yevachiv, first of all to be mafsik the shnayim or to derech eretz to be mafsik the shnayim, and secondly whether or not yevachiv to make a new bracha rishayna or not. Now we go back to the end of the gemara. The gemara, the gemara says marimer claims that yedei yedei briuchas amozin yotza. But Yidei Zimana Yotza. Now, I want to ask two things. Number one is before before he told us that I was Yitzhi Birkasamazan, what's the have mean I wasn't Yitzhi? The Khur that's Pashat, the Dindarai says to say Birkasamazan, I did that. Number two is that why would I think that ain't Zeman that I could say a Zeman the Mafreya? I know the whole point of his imen is like we just explained maybe in Rashi to bring it out. That his declaration that the Birkas Muslim I'm going to make is going to be a Birkas Muslim Bechabura. So how is that relevant to do the Mafreya? I can't change the Birkas Muslim that I said. The Birkas Muslim was already said. So even the, even the, the, the statement's not accurate. It's not change imen Mafreya. Kein imen Shaykh, Bikai Gavna. So it's not like this. So Let's answer the first question, number first. Now, that which we said, that Yedei Birchas HaMazen, maybe there is a Chiddush Taka. Why would that be? Because according to us, the whole concept of a person who's Chayiv in Zimun is that he's actually Chayiv in a different type of Birchas HaMazen. It's not Pshat that he can just go ahead and say Arba Brachas and he's Yedzei. But the Pshat is he has to say an Arba Brachas of a Chabura. Arba brachas of Chabura is something very, very different than an Arba brachas of an individual. So maybe if a person's chayim in zimun and he went ahead and benched on his own, maybe there's a real havamina that Itaka wouldn't be Yotzei Yechiv at Birchas Hamazan. Because you are obligated to make a bracha as a unit, and that you made a bracha as an individual. So Chiddush number one is even though that's true, and even though you're obligated to make a bracha as a unit to give a door for the chila that you had as a gufechod, as a gufechod. Nonetheless, if you did it as a yachid, nonetheless you yitzay. Chiddush number one. Now chiddush number two is as follows. Now I'm chayven zimun. That chayv zimun is a dinder rabbanon. Now, are there circumstances where the rabbanon obligated me in in saying birkas hamazon? For sure, right? Any time that I have more than a kazayas of bread, but I'm not full, I'm still hungry, I still have to bench on that kazayas of bread. Why? Because that's a chiv de rabbanon and birchas hamazon. That means that chazal can obligate me in saying the brachas of birchas hamazon even though the Torah didn't. Now, maybe one could have thought that since I was yutzi my chiv, Birkas Hamazan as a Yachid, and that worked on a Deraisa level, nonetheless, maybe the Chiv of Birkas Hazimun would obligate me to bench again, a second time. Now, why would I bench a second time? Because maybe the second time around, I'll go and I'll bench as a Chabura. And by benching as a Chabura, then I'll fulfill my obligation of Birkas Hazimun as well. Let me give you a mashal in Mahadabadayman. We know there's a concept called saying Yalav Yavai on Rosh Chedesh. Now, Shachris Mincha, the din is if I missed 
I forgot to say Yalav Yovli by Shacharis. Malach is, I have to daven again. Now, is that bracha of all my first Shemona Esrei? Is that, were those brachas the Batanos? Was that 19 brachas that I said that have no credence whatsoever because I was supposed to mention Yalav Yovli and I didn't? No, maybe those are still brachos. And the whole reason why I have to dive in another Shmona essay again is because maybe the whole ability to say Yalav Yovo is only within the context of Tefillah. So maybe I was Yitzhi Mechiev Tefillah already. I was already Yitzhi Mechiev Shacharis. And the Chiddush of the Gemara, or the Chiddush Kilo of, of saying tefillah again, is that the, the second tefillah is just a, a hechitimtza, it's just a means of being able to say the Yalav Yavli. Because if it's not said within the framework of Ishman Esrei, that doesn't not consider, like you said, a Yalav Yavli. So uh, the Piskim talk about this, as opinions, Mikan Lakan, if you want Mar Mekimus, look in the Chayodam, Kol Chavdalad, Simen Chafalef, in the Nishma Sadam also there, look in the Mogin Avram, in Simen Tufkuf Tzadi Gimel, Sivkat and Beis, and Mishnah Burosh, over there in Tufkuf Tzadi Gimel, in Zivkat and Beis, there's a Kilis Yankim in Brochus, in Simen Yedzayin, there's a Chidushia Grach, in Mesechas Brochus, in Avchaflov, Deber Maschot, Talamotar. Everyone talks about this concept. So let's assume that's true. Let's assume that Avada, it's considered that it's a Kiyam of Tefillah, even when you forgot Yadav Yavai. Just now that you want to you remember it's Rosh Chedesh. You remember you didn't say Yalav Yavli. You want to mention Yalav Yavli. You have to say Tefillah again. Why? As a means of mentioning the Yalav Yavli. So maybe Chazal instituted, maybe Chazal instituted that you have to bench again. Why? Because since you ate as a Chabura and you had a Noz maybe that obligates you also to go ahead now and be made as a Gufechod. To that, to that Havamina, to that Havamina says the Gemara, now, what's the Chiddush of Ein Zimun Afreya Lefizeh? Maybe the Chiddush is that don't view Zimun as a separate Chiv from the Birkas HaMazen. The whole way we explained it up until now is that the same way that Yavli of Yavli is a separate from the Chiv of Tefillah, maybe you'll also think that the Chiv of Birkas HaMazen is something separate from the Chiv of Zimun. And that even though I was Makayim the Din Birkas HaMazen already, I was Yotzi the Chiv, Nonetheless, and I wasn't Yitzvah Mechiv Zimun, maybe I can fulfill my Mechiv Zimun separately from Mechiv Birchus Amazon. To that, the Gemara says, Ein Zimun Afreya. What's that mean? That don't think that to Chiyuvim, that the whole concept of Zimun is telling me that when you're Yitzvah, you're there, you're Chiyuv Birchus Amazon, you should do it in this fashion. That the mitzvah of Zimun, the Chiyuv of Zimun, isn't a separate chiv, but it's a chiv dictating how to perform my mitzvah's birkas amazon. And now that I perform my mitzvah's birkas amazon, I can't change that. I can't go back in the past now and change it. So the Gemara says to that, ain't demon the mafreya. That's very gishmak. That answers up the question. Number one, there's a chiddish in the fact that I was using my birkas amazon because I'm chayiv in this new type of benching. And the chiddish number two is that ain't demon the mafreya tells me that once I've already been Makayim, my Din Birkas HaMazon, that Zimun's a Din in telling me how to fulfill my Birkas HaMazon. It's not a separate Chiyiv. And therefore, there's no way to fix it. You can't say benching again. Why? Because since I was Yud, say my benching, 
Zeman's meant to define how to fulfill my benching. So once I did that, Zeman doesn't have a place to speak. That's how I would explain the concept of Ein Zeman the Mafreya. Now if that's true, I want to try to prove this to you that the Pesachim also assumed like this. So now the Mishnah Brura and Simon Kuf Tzadidalad Sifkan Aleph talks about the din of Ein Zeman the Mafreya. And this is his language. What's the din of Ein Zeman the Mafreya? Why are they going to make a zimun for each other? They already benched Birchasamozen. And the whole concept of zimun is that one should prefer the other two. They should be prepared and ready. To join together to make. So if that's true, so then that's something very, very interesting, right? That means that there's two different dinim when it comes to zima. Number one is that it says, You're getting each other ready. And as horror. Now, what's that as horror for? To make a birchas tziruf. So once you made the bracha, says the Mishabru, there's no point in doing it. It's unbelievable, right? There's a concept called a zimun. That zimun is a preparation. What preparation for what? For making a unified benching. But once I did it, there's no point anymore because the whole preparation was regarding my kiyam of Birka Samozan. So I think this Yisid, once he flushed it out, is actually the, the Hanacha Pshuta of the Mishnah Brura. Which is also very Gishmak. It's a Chizik Pashat to see it in the Sugya. So this being said, there's one more piece here that I want to put into the puzzle. And after that, I want to see how the Shulchan Aruch comes out of this dinam of Sikin, how we paskin, and how that's manifest the halacha. So in the, the Rashba, I start off from the second paragraph. Let's go back to the Rashba in Source 11, and we'll start from the first paragraph now. And he says something which is, at first, a little unbelievable. He says, Echad mafsik One person stops for two. And in mafsik, shnayim in mafsik and echad. But two don't stop for one. Nira dahachi perusha. This seems to be the explanation. One person stops against his will for two, and he answers with them. And even if he doesn't want to be mafsik, he wants to continue eating, even though they're saying, let's bench, let's bench, he says, no. Nonetheless, they can make a zimun based off him. Whether or not he responds, as long as he's there. But two don't have to stop for one. I'm sorry. Therefore, the whole obligation to make a zimuk doesn't take effect until they want to stop. And bench. And if they too didn't want to stop, and the one guy who was a nunnik said, even though the two were eating, he didn't do anything. And therefore, if the two didn't want to be mafsik, the third guy can't get up and leave. He can't bench either. And go to the market. Till the two finish and he makes a zimun with them. Why? Because he's already obligated. And how can now we bench without the zimun? So we see something here, a tremendous concept. The concept is as follows. 
In order to make a zimun, I need all three participants and all the entirety of the Chaburah to be present. That's number one. But to be involved in the Birkas Zimun, I only need two. What's the Pesha Hadalar? What's the explanation? So my assumption is as follows. We saw already in the Rabbeinu Yayna that the whole concept of Echad Mafsik Lashnayim is that we go after the Rav, we go after the majority. And the Chirish up until now is that as long as the majority of people are benching from the Chaburah, that's called the making a benching of a Chaburah. The Chaburah is benching. Beautiful. But now we see something even more. We see that the Chaburah, the majority of the Chaburah, can make the decisions for the Chaburah. We don't need a unanimous agreeance, according to the Rashba, that every party in the Chaburah agrees to bench. That's not necessary. What do we need? We need that the Chabura decided to bench. Now, what defines the Chabura? The majority. So as long as the majority decided to bench, that suffices. Now, that being said, why do I need everyone there? Because I need the Chabura to be there in order to make the decision. So once the Chabura is there, all the participating members are here, there's a Chabura that's in front of us, the majority can now dictate the actions of that Chabura. If I don't have all three members, the Chabura is not here. There's no Chabura present. When the Chabura is present, the majority can make those decisions. And if we're making a benching, a communal benching for everyone, so the two people can bench, can decide to bench as a Chabura, and they'll bench as a Chabura with the two of them. A tremendous Chiddush of the Rashba, and it's an extension of that din of Rav that we already saw expressed in the Rabbin Yenna that we were assuming is a Dabar Pashat. So now I brought for you here in the Shulchan Aruch, in Simon Reish Sif Aleph, that also I brought you Sif Beis, that the Shulchan Aruch passes like the Rashba, that Avada, two people, uh, one person stops for two, and even if he wants to be Metzaref, the two people can decide, even if he doesn't answer, you still make a Zimun, and it's Mamish, uh, like the Rashba, straight up. Now, there's a Bir here, which has a discussion that maybe there's actually no machlokas here between Rashi and the Rashba and the Rach. How could that be? So he says as follows. He makes a diak in the Rishinim that the only time that we find that Shnaim and Mechuyev, that we have the Shlishi to make a bracha, is when the, the two people have something nochutz, they have something pressing upon them that gives them a reason that they have to leave. But when we, we don't find that Stam, if two people finished, that and there's no reason that they have to leave, we don't see that there's a chiv for the shlishi to mavarech. So claims the bir halacha that maybe the rashp and the rashi were talking, they, they agree with each other and did, they're just talking about two different cases. Whereas the Rash, the, the Rabbin Hananel and the Rash both say there's a chiv to be mavsik. That's when the Shnaim have a double nochutz, there's something important that they have to do. And therefore, they have to leave. They have to get up and go. They have to leave and get up and go. So now, the Echad is a chiv to be mavsik. Whereas, maybe according to Rashi, they're talking about where the Shnaim have nowhere to go. They just are done eating. So there, claims Rashi, it's Derech Eretz for the Shlishi to go ahead and make a bracha. But it's not obligatory, it's not a chiv, because since they have no davranochutz, maybe they should just talk a wait and let him finish his meal, and then they can bench, they can all fulfill their obligation of birkas hamazan as birkas hamazan lechabur in that optimal way. And maybe that's just a principle of derech eretz, but not a chiv. So now, the bir says that maybe both of them are true. Maybe both are true. 
We pass in both like Rashi and the, what we call the Rash by the Rabbein Chananel. And it's just a question of where is the application? Well, if that's true, there's enough Kamina. Because let's say both Yasidus are true. And the fact that the Shulchan Aruch paskins that, like the Rashba, isn't contradictory to the fact that he also paskins like Rashi. And that means that Mitzad Derech Eretz, Mitzad Kovud, so then that means that it would be a Chiv, not a Chiv, but Derech Eretz is Machai of a person, to be mafsik for Shnayim, even in a situation where he doesn't have a Dabar Nachotz. Now, why is that a big deal? Because let's say we have people here, and let's say there were two people, yeah, who are chayiv in the covered of the third person. For example, let's say you have a father and two sons, or a rebbe and two talmidim. Now, if the rebbe or the father is done eating, these two people who ate with him want to continue eating. So very good, they're not chayiv to do anything. Or maybe even say, you have a rebbe, and a student who finished eating, and another third student who's not finished eating, right? So now, if the Rebbe and the other student have nowhere to go, they're happy to sit there, but they would prefer not to be there. There's nothing, no chutz though. So then, do they have to stop for him? So according to what we're saying, the answer would be no, theoretically. But even in a case where there are one Rebbe and two Talmidim, a father and two sons, maybe that's not true. Because inasmuch as their chayven is covered, so the same way that Rav Papa wanted to be mechabed his son, that was a choice, because Rav Papa wasn't mechayiv, he's not obligated to mechabed his son. But his son's obligated to mechabed his Rebbe, to his father, and the Tillman's obligated to mechabed his Rebbe. So in a case where there is a chivin covered, a chivin derech eretz, so that maybe they have to be mafsik, shnayim avora echod. Now it sounds like a funny idea, but the Shari Tshuva brings a birka Yosef, that paskins, that if there's two people, two sons and one father, the two sons have a chiv to stop for the father. Now, if we just paskin like the Rashba, right, maybe we wouldn't know that. We wouldn't know there's a concept of derch eretz in the sugi bechlal. We would only see in the theme of Shosadin. But we wouldn't have seen there's a chiv in derch eretz, any manifestation of that. But now that we paskin like Rashi, maybe this is the basis for the Birki Yosef, the Shai Tshuva, to bring such an idea that can be something which is actually binding up Yalacha. All right, that's the Sugya Mavsik in Amir Hashem next week. We'll pick up with the Sugya Bomatzon. This time we'll also, besides Bomatzon, maybe we'll even see the Sugya Birka Sareach, Looking forward.